during the scrimmage the other day, a lot of your players I, I saw were getting their hands up quite often. And I'm just yeah. wondering if that's something that you really put a focus on, I guess, if, if they get stonewalled at the line of scrimmage, are you coaching them to get their hands up in order to get into the passing lanes? Or is that just, you know, something they've always been doing? No, no, absolutely. I mean, it's something we work on. I mean, if you, if you're not getting to the quarterback, you can't get to a spot, you know, they jump you into protection, this three-step protection, those type of things, or max protection where they use uh, two guys on one, you get a push and then you you get your hand up just to we got to alter the throw however we can we either knock the ball down or change the course of it and then also what are some of the other things that a defensive lineman can do you know we talk about disrupting the pass or getting him off his mark if a defensive lineman can't necessarily get into the backfield what are some of the other things they can do to create confusion or just kind of knock the offensive lineman off their game so to speak well, you know, we, we got to stay within the, the framework of the defense, obviously. But, you know, we cage the quarterback. We want to make sure that he's uncomfortable at all times. You know, you just don't ever want it to be like a seven-on-seven seven where he's just patting that ball and throwing it. You want him to feel the rest. Sometimes, you know, the pressure of feeling those guys in your face is as good as a sack because, like you said, it will disrupt timing and uh, throws and all that stuff. Hey, Sean, uh, Leonard Williams has looked powerful out there. You know, what do you, what have you think what do you think of his camp so far? Does he look healthy to you? And what do you think he's doing well? Well, you know, I, I think one thing is he's doing a great job of taking the classroom work, the, the work we do in the meetings prior to practice and, and being able to bring that out on the field and do the things we're asking him to do. Clearly, as you guys know, he's a, a, a unbelievable athlete. Um, you know, I think he's starting to put it all together. He's he's always had the tools. He's working on refining his craft right now. He looks strong, you know, and powerful, like you said. And, um, you know, I'm just happy with his progress right now. When you watch his film and you're coaching him up on, you know, how he can finish all those things, you know, what do you see technically or in his game that, that can lift him, you know, above just the pressures to finishing? Well, you know, I mean, you know, obviously, as we stated before, he's a, he's a tremendous athlete, right? So. We got to take him from being just this tremendous athlete to refining him as a football player. Um, and I think he's, he's working toward that right now. I mean, what I tell Leonard is the same thing I'll tell Dex. It's the same thing I'll tell Chris Slayton. You know, everybody's kind of coached the same. I don't have a particular, like, this is a Leonard, Leonard focus. You know, clearly there's things that he's going to do really well that you want to you wanna, you want to use those tools, but at the same time, within the framework of what I'm teaching, you know, he's doing those things and trying to articulate those things on the field. I mean, we spend a lot of time when we talk to you about Dalvin, Dalvin and Leonard and Dexter. How are the other guys doing? RJ, BJ, uh, Chris, you know, AJ? Yeah, I, I like what I see from all those guys throughout camp. You know, every, everyone's working hard. We know it's tremendous competition in that room. And one of the things I stressed in the meeting today was let's not lose sight of that. You know, we do things where, you know, sometimes we, we uh, split the field up. And I don't want those guys to ever think that, that I'm, not, I'm not watching. You know, I want them to have tremendous competition within each other day in and day out. They can't take their foot off the gas ever. Okay. And the other thing I was going to ask is, how many of the linebackers technically fit into your meeting? Well, uh, not really. Um, you know, those guys, Brent works with the outside guys. So, um, you know, we collaborate on pass rush things. Um, 
uh, you know, twists, uh, how to rush the quarterback. So we collaborate on those. But those guys really never sit in my room. I, I really work with the interior three. Thank you. I was curious, uh, what are your thoughts on your group in the scrimmage? Well, you know, I thought we took a step. You know, um, we kind of got on them a couple of days before that about them practice. Not got on them, but, you know, we, we set an expectation. And whatever that expectation is we set, we need to, to, to reach it or surpass it every day. And I think we took a step. I'm not saying we're there yet. We definitely took a step. And what I mean by taking a step is the techniques we're asking them to use, you know, always seeing that on field. Uh, the drill, the translation from drill to actual uh, practice reps, does it translate? You know, if I'm working on some drill and I see him go out of what we worked on, then, then you know, that's a negative. But I started to see those guys take from the practice reps and the drill reps uh, on to game and scrimmage situation. I'm starting to see that. So that's what I mean by we took a step. And then I wanted to ask you about Austin Johnson, a guy I believe you have some history with. Uh, yep. just, what, do you, what do you consider his strengths? Well, you know, because he, he's, he's a basically a vet. I mean, I got a young room, so, you know, a guy four years in the league is a vet now. So um, he understands the game. He's very, very knowledgeable. Um, he plays a really good pad level. And, you know, his experience in the NFL has helped him. You know, I think uh, Tennessee, those guys did a great job with him in terms of him understanding things schematically, what the offense is trying to do. He plays with really good leverage. And, um, you know, it's something that he did in, in college. Obviously, I was fortunate enough to coach him in college. But he, he hasn't really, you know, lost that. You know, it's, 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 it's even gotten better. So, Sean, I just wanted to follow up on what Dan just asked about Austin Johnson. Uh, there's a theory out there that after three, four years in the league, you kind of are what you are. How do you get him to the next level? Does your familiarity with him help? Can you almost turn back time to 2015 with him? Yeah, you know, I think definitely when you've coached somebody before, they kind of know what, what your your expectations are as a coach and what I want from him as a football player. But I, I don't I don't really believe that you are what you are. I think you can get better all the time. And I think he's a perfect example of a guy that – you know, can continue to elevate his game. I saw that in college when he was, when I first got there, you know, he was a young guy that kind of was a rep guy, rotational guy. And then, you know, the last couple of years with him, he was able to start for us. And I just saw his games start going up and up and up and up. So he, he he's definitely a guy that is very conscientious of what he's doing at all times, almost to a fault. Um, but my, my thing with him is just to get him to play fast and not have him think. Hey, Coach, um, just want to ask, uh, getting back to Leonard Williams for a minute, you talked about him uh, being a, how you can help him be a finisher. Um, he's obviously always gotten pressure on the quarterback. I'm wondering if finishing can really be a technique thing or if that's something that is more instinctive. Uh, I think both. I think both. I think uh, understanding your angles and understanding, you know, why you – you finished or you didn't finish on that rep, sometimes the ball is out. You know, you guys talk about getting pressure on the quarterback. Sometimes the quarterback release, releases the ball, but more so it's just a continuation of that motor, right? So keep that motor going at all times. And if you're going fast and you're going hard every rate, uh, every, uh, you know, all the time, I really think that good things will happen for you. I know it sounds cliche-ish, right? Just go hard, but I mean, that's part of it. I mean, it's part of the basics of football, that you go hard on every play and good things are happening to you. Coach, I just wanted to ask you, uh, I think uh, Daylon Mack was added to the roster since the last time we spoke with you. Yep. What are you seeing with him and, uh, and where might he fit? Well, 
I can tell you one thing. You can't fit uh, a whole bunch of pants because you got the biggest uh, thighs I've ever seen in my life. But, uh, you know, he's a load, right? He's a load. And, uh, you know, he's a guy that had a lot of success in college at Texas A&M. And he was coached by a friend of mine. Um, so I'm excited about him. Um, he's going to, you know, I, I can't predict what he'll bring to the room, but I, I know that he's got great leverage being so compact and strong. So I'm excited to work with him.